Hello and welcome back. This is episode number 12. After a long hiatus, um, we have yeah, a very long hiatus. Um, some things came up in my life, had COVID, dealt with some other stuff, and then it kind of felt weird about continuing this. Uh, but I have Montana here, and we've hit over 10,000 downloads, and the war in Afghanistan is finally over, so we decided to do a podcast just talking about Afghanistan and how fucking stupid it is. But it was, what do you mean stupid? <laughs> it was pretty fucking stupid. So, um, another thing that happened, unfortunately, in be- since I've recorded again was, uh, Seth Hughes, who was mentioned in my episode with Poquez, Pokies, and in episodes earlier and in the video that Drew and I, uh, narrated and put on YouTube. Fortunately, he took his life, and so we went to Texas, San Antonio, to go to that funeral. Poquez was the, what was his title? He was the orator. Is that the right word? I have no idea. He, he, the- let, he led the ceremony, and it was he did a really wow. good job, and it was uh, sad circumstances, but it was really cool to see a bunch of our old friends. Uh, we went out, went to this pub, bar i guess it's more of a bar than a pub really but and we got good and drunk yes we did um so that was pretty cool to see everybody yeah i saw everyone again at another uh reunion yes i was unable to go to the to the second platoon golf company reunion i guess it was the whole company eventually but um I was busy getting my children back to Colorado, and because this whole COVID thing, I haven't been able to see my kids since December of 2019. Um, That's nuts. Yeah, it is nuts. But uh, So I got them for three weeks, July and August here this summer, and that was pretty awesome. Um, Definitely needed that. So I was not able to go to the reunion. It looked like it was a lot of fun. I would really fun. want to see guys like Kreiser and everybody and, and Rivera and everybody. So Yeah. I you know, talk about podcasts. We should talk to Odom. Yeah. That guy's Odom, got Odom has a good one. He uh, I've watched a couple of his episodes. What's his uh, podcast called? Uh it's Let's like look a, it up sometime. It's like a saying. I feel like the biggest dick. It's probably so much bigger than I was there or something like that. Or something. I, I, I feel really stupid that I can't think of it, and I feel like the worst friend ever. Worst. Yeah, don't worry. Um. Anyways, so we're here to talk um, about Afghanistan. Obviously, Afghanistan was in the news recently because of the complete collapse of our puppet government that we put in, and just possibly the dumbest possible plan for evacuating. 15,000 Americans and everybody. And well, I don't, I don't know about all, like, all of the, the, the big details or the, the minor, not minor, what's the word, the minutia of the withdrawal. Is, I, I'm more like uh, interested in what the heck did we think we were doing for 20 years? Yeah, no, that's, that's why I was just saying, you know, unfortunately some, some Marines were killed, yada, yada, yada. The, the, we're finally yeah. the last soldier was the commander of the 82nd Airborne Major General. He got on a C-17, and we flew the fuck out. 
So that's the point. What did we accomplish? What were we trying to accomplish? What was it like in 2009 when Montana and I were there? What's it been like since then with people I've talked to? Um, that's what we're going to talk about. We're basically just going to complain. We're basically just going to rant about. Well, let's not say, yeah, we're going to complain, but we're going to try to discuss yeah, why. It's just so, so last night I was sitting at the bar and I was talking with two of my friends at the bar near my house, HK on the Bay. So Navy SEALs? No, they were not Navy SEALs. Oh. Um, but it was interesting because they're both very patriotic Americans. And it was very obvious that the average American doesn't know how messed up Afghanistan was since 2001. And so that's one of the things I really want to talk about in tonight's episode or in general is the big thing that I noticed that no one seems to understand or care. Maybe they don't care, but I think most people just have no idea is that we were never winning in Afghanistan. Ever. Like, we never controlled more than 1% of the country. That's why in the last couple of months... What's up? I think 1%. I'd say less than 1%. Like, like a tiny... We controlled barely... What do you mean by... What do you mean by control? Um, That... Basically, we didn't have Taliban doing Taliban things inside our base, but there was Taliban doing Taliban things in every direction around our base, <laughs> like within within gunshot range. You know, they were so. That's the point. I'm trying. What I was going to say was, we were supposed yeah, we, almost, to, we, we were uh, supposed to leave in May. We didn't. So the Taliban launched a massive offensive. We had 300,000 well-trained guys coming from the president, which Drew and I are going to talk about that, against however big the Taliban is. And I think the Taliban is more than a million. I mean, it's millions of people. It's basically every able-bodied man in the whole country. Oh, I'm going to look this up. I mean, dude, you won't get accurate numbers, but it's every – most people never stopped dealing with the Taliban. So when we left – they took over the whole country in a matter of weeks because most of the people in Afghanistan are pro-Taliban or are active members of the Taliban. And that's the lie. That's the big lie that I want to point out. And that's the thing is that also I would like to mention is that do you have to be pro – you don't have to even have to be pro-Taliban in, in a culture like that where – No, you can basically just sell food to them and you're supporting them. Who, who are you going to side with? The Western government that blew up your country? Or the people that have the exact same values you do, you know? Yeah, no, it's it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty insane. And that's why, that's why I just want to point out is that we never made any progress there. We never changed anybody's minds besides a very small minority of people that lived around Kabul or worked with Watch. us. A bunch of warlords paid by the State Department. Yeah, and if yeah, or they just are like, I mean, because yeah, the, the the sad thing is there there might have been some people that were like, yes, we want you know Jeffersonian Republic. We want a Jeffersonian Republic here in Afghanistan, but that those those people were such a small number compared to the average Afghani who has never left his village and fucks goats. 
yeah. this is old. This is old news by now. I think, and it's been probably beaten to death. But I love that the the like the Photoshop or the the photo the stage photo shoot of like the women anti Taliban fighters, and they have like AKs and they have masks on in the photo shoot, and there's like a juxtaposition of uh, there's like a meme that juxtaposition has a juxtaposition of that with like the women with face coverings. Like you've just you've just re- like gotten rid of we yeah. want to get rid of. Muslim face coverings, but we're just gonna put up masks on them. Well, okay. we're not talking about COVID, but we're not I think talking about COVID during this fucking podcast. We're talking about Afghanistan from 2001 to 2021. We're talking about the mandate, mandate update just dropped, though, bro. Yeah, well, that's that's a whole we don't need to talk about that. Okay, um, so take it from Montana and I were in a valley called Nauzad in 2009. We were an hour helicopter ride away from Leatherneck, and that was the nearest friendly forces. If we left our fob and went in any direction for about 800 yards, we would run into dug-in, disciplined, well-trained Taliban. And we would kill a bunch of them. With mortar? Yeah, we would blow up stuff. And, yeah, and they had every weapon system we had except for airplanes. And we would blow up a bunch of bunkers. We would put C4 in them, or we would drop bombs from airplanes on them. And then the next day, they were fucking back. That's what the point I'm trying to make, is that we never controlled big swaths of the country. So when the government kept showing a map of Afghanistan and like these these districts are contested. No, they're fucking not. There's tiny little bases of ANA sieged by the rest of the countryside, which was under Taliban control and never wasn't under Taliban control. It always was. We controlled inside our bases. Opium farms too. We're really good at protecting them. Yeah, but that was that was weird anecdotal shit. Um, oh yeah, you think it's just anecdotal? I mean, we didn't have anywhere we were. That's true. Yeah, but it's that those stories were like weird, where it was like a deal with the local warlord and weird dumb shit like that. <laughs> so that's why I'm saying I think it was anecdotal. Ninety percent of the world's opium. Yeah, but now they're about to produce like of shit ton of lithium and with China and with Russia. So um, they're about, it's very lucrative for them right now, which they won the war. So they get the spoils. Um, <laughs> True. So, yeah. So what were we trying to accomplish there? What was our mission? What were we actually trying to accomplish? Uh, there's a few kind of funny stories that, uh, Montana and I were talking about today on the phone while we were preparing for this, where just wet East meets West or West West meets Stone Age, like whatever you want to call it, where we tried to impress upon them like some sort of communal pride or some sort of community like uh, betterment or not, I wouldn't say gentrification, but like some sort of, you know, there's a term for it where you're trying beautification it's like trying to help them make their downtown village nice by adding like a park bench after 
<laughs> Countless Marines were killed taking the village, and lots of civilians were hurt or killed. And we gave them a park bench. I mean, that's a real story. You can find there's a there's a documentary on YouTube about I think it's Sangin where that happened, and that's the stupidity that I'm trying to point out. And it's impossible to get. It's hard to articulate how fucking stupid everything was. Does that make sense, Drew? Yes. It is hard to articulate, but that's what we're here to, to try to do. Is So let's start from the beginning, Braxton. Is Osama, was Osama bin Laden even in Afghanistan ever, really? Were, are there conflicting reports on that? Well, so yeah, we, he, I think, well, I think that the problem with that part of the world is the Taliban or the Pashtun, they basically don't view like national borders. So for them, they kind of straddle the into Pakistan. Like that culture exceeds or extends over into Pakistan. And so him, I think he just bounced around back and forth. And maybe he was there like when September 11th happened, or maybe he was there, you know, and there's all the conspiracies that he or, wasn't even involved was, in. Blah, blah, blah. It was actually just in DC. Yeah, wherever, you know, whatever you want to believe, that's not what this podcast is about, is we, we went in supposedly to annihilate Al-Qaeda, which I actually totally agree with. I mean, if Al-Qaeda, no shit, or our intel tells us that it, uh, that Al-Qaeda was responsible for September 11th and it wasn't some fucking kooky, weird plan so that George Bush could oh, Braxton, here's pass the-, the Patriot Act or whatever the fuck people want to say, like, it... We going for blood to me is a valid reason to go fuck people. Now, Braxton, give me give me some a second. Here. So, so this is the this is the problem with I I don't know what it is. Maybe modernity with how technologically advanced we are, but given the our our intelligence like agencies are the apparatus that that we use to find this stuff out. There's, there's like a, a double-edged sword here that it has to be secretive for it to work right. Yeah, well, so then it's hard to it's hard for it to be transparent. Exactly. So we don't know how any of this actually how the, yeah, but, how the sauce is. That's that's kind of what I'm saying is it's irrelevant. We believed you, me, the Marines, the average American, believes that it was fucking Al-Qaeda and Osama bin Laden that did September 11th. So for me, that justifies going in and wasting a bunch of motherfuckers. Now, okay. the issue with the Taliban, and I guess that we like tried to make a peace deal with them, and they kind of just told us to fuck off. Adding them to our enemy list was stupid, I think. I think that was a big mistake. We could have put all that trillions of dollars into just paying them to kill Al-Qaeda. Yeah, basically, or or in like you know, the, the time will tell. Maybe us against ISIS with the Taliban—that's a possibility. Like you know, they are now. I'm pretty sure they yeah. want a cohesive Afghanistan. Yeah, they do. They, I think they're different than they were 20 years ago, and technology's changed. I, I, think, I think that's the same. I mean, if if you look at the the, tal- the creation of the Taliban, I mean, the Mujahideen that fought off the Soviets. A lot of the remnants of them went off to become the Taliban. Yeah, no, I know. Mean, it, it was to have a centralized government that could face, fight off Western imperialism, as, as they would say. I, that's what my understanding of 
No, and I, I agree with you on that. I guess what I was trying to say was because of the technology of, you know, basically the 90s, 2001, they, their ability to be on the world stage and communicate with everybody like they're communicating now yeah. wasn't there. So, was, you know, like now they have, they have all the technology that the average American has, which it used to be. They didn't even have fucking electricity or, or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's that, and, like, image of them in a cave, and that's, like, with their AK. Yeah. Like a, like a mountainous Vietnam, Vietnamese soldier. Which, but, I mean, that's how they fought, and they did a good job. But, like, uh, I mean, we could, I guess we can talk about it now, but when, when we were there in 2009, they had communication systems just like we did. They had radios. They had everything. They had Chinese... Uh, Motion detectors. They had also Remember those little, those little bulbs we found. Yeah, I don't actually. Remember were, I don't remember. Oh, you, oh, you don't? I remember seeing a box of them. I don't. Well, know all, what I, I guess what I'm saying is the command structure is actually was actually sophisticated. There was like this image in everyone's mind of the the burly, not burly, but the hairy, fucking goat fucker hiding in a cave. You know, like what you kind of alluded at, but, yeah. but they, yeah, that's what they did, but that's because that's an easily defendable place. And there's a shit ton of caves in Afghanistan and there isn't really trees and stuff to hide. Oh yeah. Them. Historically, the people yeah. of the mountains are well, for of freedom, like they're the free people. So yeah. and it's easy to see why, because it's hard to, it's hard to kill people in a mountain. Yeah. To to. Those people are like bred for it and they evolved. I don't know if evolved, but they grew up in that shit. Yeah. And they well, can well, move around those spicy. mountains like no one's business. You're getting real spicy with the evolution talk here. Well, yeah, if you're a weird fundamentalist Christian. No, not that. I wasn't alluding to that. Well, um, there's not enough. So I guess, yeah, they basically, they grew up in these mountains. They can move around. They have a super sophisticated command structure. Um, and no one in America knew that we were, like, actually up against a force like that. You know, I mean, I've had, I don't even know how many times I've been at work or I've been talking to people and they're like, wait, you guys were, like, shooting guns at each other? Like, yeah, it was a war. Like, oh, I thought everything was just, like, drones and, like, special forces guys. It's like, which uh, is a lot. don't get me wrong. Which there is a lot of, but that's, you know, I actually think, because we we relied on those two things a lot, we that's why we lost. If we even if we even wanted to win in the first place, which is still so back back to the beginning, we invade Afghanistan to go after Al Qaeda. We which I agree with. Whatever the Taliban says, you know, it does peace deal doesn't work out. They're not going to give us Osama bin Laden for a reasonable price. So we say fuck them too. We'll kill them as many of them as we can. Also, I'm also okay with that. Like, that's cool. But then where we fucked up and where it became really stupid was that we decided to stay and do something. Like, what what was that something in your mind? What do you think we were trying to do without getting too conspiratorial about oh. money and about whatever? I mean, I guess bring it up. Fuck it. We're, this is no, no freaking. All right. Braxton, you can't do that. Because my schizophrenic brain automatically goes to, like, oh, it's, yeah, because there's a whole bunch of different ways you can go with what 
what's trying to go happen. So if you, you can go to the uh, let's talk about we're talking about the special forces and drones. If yeah. you look if you look at the history of like war making and violence, the the more the more uh, this average citizen is involved in the process of war making, the more it like correlates with the more decision making power they actually have because they're actually involved in doing the violence for the state. So this, you're supposed to like get something for doing the work. And when you relegate it to drones and special forces, what you're doing is basically taking away power from the people. Like, so yeah, like World War II, like a battalion of Marines lands on Iwo Jima and those are average dudes. Those, those are the guys. Yeah, those are like, those are and not even average. Well, yeah, I guess uh, whatever. They're the they're the majority of men in our country went and fought in World War Two and fought. What? Well, sorry to interrupt, but uh, Montana got summoned by his better half and had to end our conversation tonight. But uh, we're going to do part two tomorrow, so stand by. I'm just getting this out there, just trying to remember how this system works and. Uh, Hopefully we can do a little bit better with his audio tomorrow, but uh, thanks for sticking around and as always like and subscribe or you know I Thanks for coming back after such a long hiatus and uh, I do apologize for that it's just life happened, but uh, everybody Have a good weekend